0: The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards, we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simply for more information.
1: Welcome to this week's movies you should see. This week we are doing *The Abyss*, mm. directed by James Cameron and released in 1989, starring Michael Biehn, Ed Harris, Mary Elizabeth Monstriano. Ooh, more and more and more here as well. Loads and just loads and people.
2: There we go. This, this isn't film's
1: bottom, is right? <laughs> This week I'll be Tristan O'Field, broadcast with the sound quality of a Sega Mega Drive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You sound really good. Not as good as
3: us, but
2: yeah. How could could anyone? Mm. Who's to my right, if
4: I were to be there?
5: It's Alison Downing. How are you doing, Tristan?
6: I'm
4: all right, thanks, mate.
6: Good.
4: Craig, you must be there. I'm next to Alison, yep, so that's Craig Bevan. And I'm next to Craig, and my name's Mike Dawson.
2: I'm next to Mike and to the left of Tristan, and I'm, I'm Richard Smith.
1: God, it's like a crazy mental picture of it all. I can see it. I can feel it. I'm miming it with my hands. That's just wrong. <laughs>
6: uh, so,
4: the yeah. Jimmy Jim, Jim, Jim Cameron. Jimmy Jim, Cameron.
1: Jimmy C. Jim Cameron likes to push the boat out a little bit, doesn't he? He likes and, he does, well, he he does like his water, and yeah. one thing I did notice, apart from the fact that he likes to be groundbreaking, is so many of his films seem to have a trend of getting into financial trouble, and then they make their money back. You would have thought that Fox would just be like, oh, just let him run with it. Let him run with it.
3: Just yeah. get the budget. So, well, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, but in all fairness, Titanic was the most expensive film ever made, and I think I'd be shitting my pants if... Yeah, but and we have, we have some and was being spent on it. Over we what have period some...
2: of time do they class it as a, a flop or a success? I mean, I bought The Abyss last week, so it's still making money.
4: Oh, The Abyss it's, wasn't a flop. Well, just films in general, it's, it's the At first week, isn't it?
2: You know, it, well, is it the determine. first week? Why the first week? It's getting shorter. You're getting first day reports now.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Just you are going to say something. Uh, I...
3: I can't remember what the hell it was now. Okay. I really can't. Okay, um, so let's go over the plot then. The okay. Abyss.
2: So I, this, this abyss.
3: This is the abyss. No, I was okay.
2: Kidding. I okay. said, so there's this abyss.
3: There's this abyss. Okay, right. It's 1994, and the Cold War is still raging on, and there's Ed Harris and his crew who are oil rig- no, Oil riggers. Yeah, rig- yeah, yeah. rig- they, they are...
1: Part of a pioneering project to uh, they're on board a submersible oil rig. Yeah.
4: yeah. So yeah. it
1: means they stay underwater for months on end. But and first the, of all, um, there's an American sub. Yeah, I was gonna, that's what I was going to get onto. The film yeah. starts with an American nuclear sub yeah. tracking a UFO. Sorry, uh, sorry, an, <laughs> an underwater floating object. Yes. NTI. Or was it something called it? Yeah. Non terrestrial intelligence.
2: Non terrestrial yeah. Intelligence. NTI.
4: Yeah. Similar oh. to NTL, but. What's that not hissing noise? Yeah, what is that? Tristan? Noise. Tristan? Oh, it's gone. Um,
1: and they is think it? it's a Russian bird.
2: Oh. oh All yeah. bad things are afoot with the Skype. Yes. Tristan? Tristan? Can you hear us?
6: Oh, and we've lost gone. Tristan.
2: Stick with him. Keep talking to him. Oh, oh, oh he's, he's calling ringing. back. He's calling, he's calling back. There we go. <laughs>
4: no. <laughs> no. Talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) You (laughs) did.
6: Were you trying to guide me back? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting anything.
2: There are two candles burning in the darkness here. Very very clever. Very clever. But that's Um, the end. We'll get back to that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So at the beginning, there's the submarine that's been tracking the N.T.I.
4: Yeah.
1: And it's (laughs) gone. it's gone missing, and it's too deep for them to get dive. It's too de- it's too deep um, for the American Navy to get divers
4: down to that depth. So they need people who are already and down there. Well, they can't get the equipment there because there's a huge hurricane on the way. On the way, yeah. The winds are blowing. The yep. winds are blowing. Right.
1: So there you have it. the The submersible drilling platform is commandeered by the U.S. Navy SEALs mm-hmm. and moved to the site of where they believe the sub has gone down.
2: Well, they've got the home in Beacon that they release. Yeah. So they, they know, know it where it is. That was, I found that to be actually quite a chilling moment. Yeah. When the captain turns to the executive officer.
4: Uh, <laughs> John Favreau didn't work on the shipment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the executive officer and says, release the buoy. Yeah. Or the that, buoy, that whole scene with,
4: That scene is fucking
6: awesome. Yeah. The
3: last I remember seeing that the first time thinking fuck I'm gonna enjoy this film. It, it was just you a in. shock. Above the um, the submarine as it topples off the edge mm. of the, the cliff yeah. and falls sideways down into the abyss, and it's just like it crashes or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. But after that, when it yeah, falls yeah, side yeah. and that sound which it makes, the, yeah. I don't want to emulate it, but it's fucking <laughs> chilling.
5: Mm. Uh, I think I know what you mean, Richard, when he uh, does so release the Because that's it. That's it's the it's we're all going to die gonna now. Die. Yeah, you so know, I we just the have buttons. to tell them where it's a simple case of
2: out. we're
6: fucked
3: ah. oh and yeah. when, the, when the cabins are flooding and one of the crew members has the chance to stop it and actually probably save all of our lives but chooses to pull his mate through first yeah. and just that little bit too long and can't get yeah. the door shut in time and it kills them all and it's just mm-hmm. fucking awesome they
2: do that in Star Trek occasionally when, when they want to kill off a non-character just to give you a bit of tension they do it on Voyager a lot Mm. Shutting the door just as the guy gets there, but no, not quite fast enough. <sighs> <laughs> Do
1: you know who I forgot to mention, Mike? Who? Hey. Cameron's favourite. Mick Bean. Mick Bean. Michael Bean. No, he did.
2: Bean. No, yeah,
1: he did. Didn't mention him. He's a sure person I didn't he said. He was. No, I said Ed Harris, no. no. No, you said, said Michael Bean. Bean. Well, what I definitely forgot to mention <laughs> was the fact that Michael Bean was pipped as Peter Parker back in the days when James Cameron had the Spider-Man script.
2: Dear God, that would have been hideous. Bloody it hell. would have I, been interesting. I have to say, I find him rather mediocre as a performer.
4: Mm.
1: I
5: don't know, I think he saws in this. Mm. Yeah,
4: in this
1: is great,
2: one really. of
4: his best Well, blows. they were pushing yeah. for an Oscar, weren't they, for Yeah, him? Fox pushed Were three, they, three. really? Yeah, Fox were pushing
3: really hard to get him nominated, um, but in the end he didn't. He was, he's very good in this, he's got a best death scene. Yeah, it's yes. yeah. yeah. awesome,
6: awesome. <laughs>
5: That's a
6: great show. <laughs> yeah. I love of all implosion. of the
3: Mick Bean death scenes. That's the yes. best one. He <laughs> yeah. dies
4: he's in belters. every fucking film he's in, <laughs> and he's literally. got some belting death scenes. Yeah. Mm. What else? He is
3: doesn't he do his he's shout
2: either. Terminator. He's obviously in Terminator. Terminator. But is is he, he in Aliens? aliens?
3: Yeah. Yeah. K two. K two. Jade. Um, fucking hell! What else? Terminator 2, obviously, um, is only he? the special edition. There's oh, right. dream sequence. Oh. Yeah,
2: I've not seen that. I have to see that. Yeah, oh,
1: right. yeah Okay, so we've got a, we've got a pioneering film here in terms of, of set. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is. I think it might be fair to say this is where Cameron's affinity with underwater began in terms of filmmaking. Yeah, uh, he wanted to say. do.
4: He pushes the boat out and throws us in at the deep end.
1: Oh, <laughs> get out!
6: <sighs>
1: okay, the sight of the fantastic. film is fantastic. <laughs> we should to get away with shit like that. Anymore. The set's built in a nuclear facility in South Carolina, um, mm-hmm. in two tanks. Reactor tank A, which was uh, A, which was the A set, which held seven and a half million tons of water Funny. and took five days to fill. <laughs> Tank days. Tank B for some of the smaller set work um was an old turbine pit and I think that was about four feet deep, maybe five, six. It was a puddle, you know, by comparison. Yeah. 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 Um the film's most famous possibly for the amount of problems the production was fraught with.
4: Yeah,
3: it's it's legendary. Like the <laughs> yeah. crew came up with um, T-shirts saying "I sight," su- "I survived the abyss," and uh, "Son of the abyss," and "and life's right. abyss," and then you die. Yeah. Yeah. Son of Ooh, abyss. Yes. That's incredible, That's yeah. So they yeah. came up with all these uh, these slogans and put them on the T-shirt. I mean, I just look at the number of actors who didn't work with James Cameron again. Yeah,
6: um, <laughs> who
3: were on this? I mean, like things like people like Bill Paxton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mick Bean. They always. Come back and work with him again, uh, Ed Harris and uh, what's her name, Mary Elizabeth. Lane. Master Antonio, and Master Antonio, and everyone else. Like, don't never return to do another Cameron no. film. Yeah. And-
1: what was it you were saying about you were saying about? the um, oh, fucking hell, Cameron. that he actually knows everybody's job better than everybody else? Yeah
3: basically. Um, yeah, this was something that Johnny e. Phillips was saying, wasn't it? Um, yeah, see,
1: we've actually got first-hand reports of what he's
3: like, which yeah. is wicked. One of the actors we've worked with, um, very nice chap called Johnny, who's uh, kind enough to share, us, share with us some of his stories because he worked on Titanic. And uh we we went over this on the Terminator DVD commentary episode the other week, but um I'll, so I'll keep it short. But just stuff like that, you know, they get a new camera in and uh the techies can't work it out. So James Cameron comes in, tells them to get the fuck out, and then like within half an hour he's worked out how to use it. Um all the executives, um, because the film was running so far over budget, came down in a helicopter to you know, these people whose jobs it was to shut down production. That had run over budget. They land, they touch down in the helicopter, get off. James Cameron's there, get the fuck off my set. And they're back on the helicopters and off again. And it's just like, he's notorious. He's probably the the most notoriously foul Canadian in the world. (laughs) You know, they're seen as such gentle, nice, polite people. But, you know, James Cameron, no, not that reputation.
2: (laughs) They own so many guns, though. Yeah. Don't they? have they got something like they've got more guns than people the
3: there's, there's more guns per person than there are in America yeah. I know that much from bowling for Columbine which of course is all entirely true <laughs> um <laughs> I met some Canadian guys in holidays. He just, I said to him,
1: is it true you guys don't lock your doors? And he went, you've just seen Balling for Columbine, right? <laughs> I said, man, they make Canadians out to be heavenly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> There's no crime in Canada. Go. People don't even know what the word means. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but this, this, yeah, well, no, let's not go on to this. So <laughs> the abyss is... Right, let's talk about a little more, more about the plot line because it's quite a what big year was it movie? story. 1989. 1989. 89. Yeah. Set like in a, 94. Set in 94. Yeah. In 1989. As James Cameron tends to do setting films slightly in the slightly future. Uh, like Terminator 2 was set in 96 or something. Yeah. Right? It was just slightly ahead. Yeah. Um, but never actually stated. It wasn't like yeah. in the near future. It just, it's little things in the thing with the date on it and stuff like that. Well, easy. like
4: captions, like Donnie Darko.
3: No, not like the <laughs> captions in Donnie Darko. Um, but the, um, yeah, so we have this, uh, submarine in which they're going down and when they uh, which they're going down to see if there's any survivors and, um, uh, Mike, Michael Bean's crew has uh, ulterior motives. Well, obviously it's a nuclear sub, it's a nuclear so nuclear nuclear to secure sub. the weapons. Is it a Trident sub, or is mm. it a... Yes, it is. Yes, yes. It's a Trident yeah. sub. Um, so has the capability to destroy half the planet, yeah. um, or half the population of the planet. And, um, yeah, and while they're down there, they see this unknown entity, the NTI, um, and freaks out one of the crew members. The NTI has the unfortunate ability to shut down or... A- um a byproduct of it is that it shuts down all electrical equipment, which is what causes the the <laughs> crash in the first place.
2: Um is it I think it was that the captain gets too close to the rock face. No no and no, then no they well, shut down and then it comes up and then they can't
3: Yeah stop. they no, it shuts down, they don't see the rocks until it's too late and mm-hmm. when it comes right. back up. So they don't yeah. deliberately down the sub, they it's an I, accident. it's
6: like coming. Iceberg dead <laughs>
3: So, um, yeah, so they go down noise. there and then this there, yeah. this alien plot line is introduced. And so we have the alien story running through. We also have an escalating conflict because while this is going on, um, there are theories, paranoid theories being branded that it's a, yeah, like you say, Troy, it's a Russian bogey. Yeah. Um, oh, which, which McBean is
4: convinced of.
3: Which is, yeah, <clears throat> Marines are convinced of, McBean in particular. And things start to escalate on the surface completely independent of what's going on underwater mm. you know and uh, this like was still made 89 the cold war was still going on yeah. um so still talking about that particular conflict and you have these two superpowers that have the ability to destroy the world at this time and so this it is, all gets
4: leaked out doesn't
3: yeah.
1: it well not just that one of the biggest problems it the, the plot comes to a new level when the drig the the drig, the rig is cut off from communication from the surface yeah yeah, which Spickers leaves storm. yeah, which leaves coffee with showing signs of high pressure nervous syndrome and a nuclear weapon,
3: yeah mm. the crane falls down into the oh. in the, oh, awesome. the boat, and you see the cable rolling down and, Oh, before this has happened the ship has been moved so it's dragged the rig towards the edge of this abyss mm. oh. um, and then the cable's falling down so it's this one crisis followed by another because the crane's on their way down to them it's spiraling down and you see the cable uh, mounting up at the bottom of the sea and then you think shit is it going to hit them is it hit them and then bam the crane lands right in front of them and then there's this brief sigh of relief and I just remember just chuckling to myself because I was just like this is great and then the crane <laughs> falls off the edge of the yeah. abyss and starts dragging them over the edge it's fucking priceless the
6: crane we've lost the crane it is on its way
1: down to you oh it's amazing (laughs) fucking awesome i remember that at the same time just thinking (gasps) yeah and then seeing it fall and you're
3: with them you just take a deep breath and shit yeah
4: yeah yeah. shit (laughs)
3: fuck shit well you think something else is gonna land you know that that wasn't the whole crane and something else is gonna land on top of them and then when it just Falls back. You, oh, no. It's, that, it's, <laughs> no. That, it's not. It's not. It's not a, no, no, no. no, oh, no, shit. no. no it's, oh, no, 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 no. You can't be. Oh, shit. You know, it's, how it's, could this
4: get any worse? Oh. My God,
3: it's it reminds me of uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when they jump out of the plane and the um, uh, the rubber dinghy and uh, oh, that's Lad- Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, that's it, and um, and they're going down. The- <laughs> See, that that's wasn't so bad. And then they moment. go over the cliff. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a horrific moment in film. It's Talk shit. about would have so died. Yeah,
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you cannot, you cannot jump out of a plane. With a rubber dinghy. And, live, <laughs> and then go death. sliding down Instant a mountain. Death. Just mm. splat. No sliding, no sledging, no happy adventure. No. Dead. No film. No film. Rubbish. <laughs> so you got me be quite angry now. Yeah.
4: But
3: yeah, he reminds of that in that way. So yeah, so Coffee's got the nuke, he's going a
4: bit nuts. Um oh, he's pretty much in complete oh. psychosis by hmm. the end of it, isn't he? So
3: From the moment that we have the storm hit. Um, after they get, cause you've got a, uh, about half an hour where they go into the sub and they check that there's anyone alive and you've got that awesome bit. And I was just telling Alison earlier, the, uh, the crew member who's drowned and a crab runs out of his mouth. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. actually Bill Cameron. Uh, James Cameron's brother who had to hold his breath underwater with his mouth open and let a crab run out of it
2: that's horrible yeah that it's mm. a chilling moment don't
3: be an actor
2: no don't, don't be, be actor. an actor no as we've always said mm. oh, what does that?
3: Mean? and um Troy so oh, uh he can't hear us apparently oh right so
4: oh never mind um well we can't hear him
6: can't Can hear he either oh fucking Skype right I'll call See what
2: happened
3: do you pause again.
2: No, keep talking. Okay, all right. Something will happen. Um, what I was going to say about this film—it's very good at communicating the feeling of claustrophobia.
4: Yeah, for a start, you feel you're yeah. underwater. For the entire I thought film. they could have done more with it. To be fair, a few more tight gaps. Sort of the thing. thing is, at the end of the day, they're on a rig and not a sub. Yeah,
6: so. <clears throat>
2: Very much, so. yes. You think so? the, the shots I when the water's flowing in, when and the, they're all running around, yeah, it's horrible. It
6: feels small,
5: but just before it happens, when all is
2: good, and they're on oh, their descent down the abyss, it, it feels. Well, I'm sorry, you are muted. Am I? You, you're not. You're anymore. on. I muted okay. you when you had the camera.
5: What was I saying then? About Maybe the sub mics going people, down the dive. Yeah. Um, the, the spaciousness of the sub, it felt quite spacious and okay when they were on the descent, but as soon as the water started flooding in, it did feel a lot smaller.
2: Yeah, it mm. was Like horrible. that space
5: was shrinking and shrinking fast.
2: Was mm. that matched with the darkness that there is through a lot of it? Mm. Yeah, well, it's dark it down there, isn't it? Yeah.
3: There's a lot of references to, um, I don't know if it's references to, but there's a lot of similarities between this and Das Boot in places. Some of the shots are following... The uh, uh, the crew members like running through the corridors and it's yeah. following them through. Amazing it's, tracking it's, shots. Yeah, it's not it's nothing compared to Das Boot. Right, but it is still really good. Um, the claustrophobia, like you say, is yeah. Again, Das Boot does it better, but they do have it's a really good claustrophobic yeah. feeling.
2: You see, it's, it's not about that really. That no, it's not, not. That's just an it's element. just a contributing liable, yeah, byproduct of. Yeah. You,
3: they feel trapped. There's nowhere for them to go. They have mm. to sit. This, sit this out and hope nothing else goes wrong. And this is such a multifaceted plot line because there's so much going on. And it's not like there's one simple task or one eventual outcome that they're trying to get to, because effectively their mission is to check the sub, make sure there's, you know, see if it's secure, see what's happened. They do that within the first half an hour. And then from then, you have
4: the storm, the crane
3: They're dragging to get out
5: of there, aren't they? Yeah. They're supposed to go. Well, out. no,
4: they, cause they, get, cause they get, they get the, um, NTI. They get the NTI. The, and then that's where Bean thinks it's a A Russian bogey. So then he goes to phase two.
3: Yeah. And then you've got the crane crashing and down with the storm the independently of yeah. him going nuts. You've got him going down and getting a nuke. You've got them nearly getting dragged over the edge. You've got, um, the, uh, the water tentacle, the tensions within the sub, you've got the, uh, um, all the, the stuff when coffee's going nuts and it's about to send the nuke down. And it yeah. is literally one crisis after another. It, it after is another. just a series it's of a set, set, set pieces. Yeah. yeah. But it, none of them seemed like, it's not like bad boys Two where you have, no. you know, one action sequence after the other mm. and it just gets fucking boring. But they do dip in the tension very briefly. But yeah. like I was saying to yeah, Craig yeah. last week, most films have tension, 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 dip it down, leave it for a while, back up with the next tension scene. Mm. The abyss seems to do the only it. Like, drop
4: really is the water tentacle.
3: Yeah, that's the, that's only, the only drop. The only drop, and and even it, that's
4: really so intriguing.
3: It's all really brief, so, and yeah. until you get to the final set piece, and then you get plenty of build up to yeah, that, obviously. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there is. It's a real nice character moment as well. Mm. You just mentioned the pseudopod,
1: which is the water tentacle. Now uh, that was done by ILM, and that's a huge kind of jump in technology yeah, well, in well, terms of so special effects. It the was was, well, first sorry, time.
2: Yeah, was this pre or post Terminator two? Pre. Pre. pre, pre Terminator two. This was the so, effect
1: that yeah. allowed the T one thousand to happen. This yeah. was the With first metal. time we
2: were seeing anything like it. It's yeah, an usual mix throughout the film of. high quality uh, special effects and some really shit special effects. Mm. I mean, I can't, when did we talk about them using stop motion animation for Jurassic um, Park?
5: When uh, the, the woman is in, uh, Three yeah. When did like we? That. When did we talk about it? And going, and and you said, and that stop motion because you can literally see it on the screen. Yeah. Whereas many of the others, uh, the effects such as the um, the uh, NTI, um, they're seamless. They look beautiful yeah. and mm. so silky smooth compared to that. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I
4: suppose it was shit. an easy environment to put them in as well. The blackness yeah. of the ocean. Yeah. Well, interesting.
2: canvas to put them on? A, an interesting early experiment. The, the
4: tentacle end. scene
3: um, was designed specifically so it could be cut out of the film because they didn't PLV. know how the effect was going to turn out. Right. So it was right. it was filmed as a as a scene that could be cut if if necessary. Completely if it independent looked of the story. Hey?
5: Completely independent of the story. It doesn't matter if you get rid of it.
3: Yeah. Which but is it's bit, wonderful yeah, that we ended, ended
5: up you, with you, it.
2: You're glad they left it. Oh in, yeah, but. stunning. God, the the aliens so bad though. I,
5: I don't, don't think so.
2: Really. Aliens I don't I think can, so poor.
3: I can I can suspend disbelief because I used to watch Star Trek Next Gen in the 80s. You know, they were
2: worse than certain Next Gen. Certain Next Gen. Yeah, yeah, granted there are some. Oh, he was gone again. There. It, yeah. Oh dear. Hello, welcome back. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. Though. Um, where were we? We were just talking about how bad the aliens were in Star Trek.
3: Yeah. I didn't think they were too bad. I didn't think they were too bad compared to some of the stuff you've seen. It's just a matter of suspension of disbelief. I mean, you're looking at things that are supposed to be creatures from another planet. And filmed in in 89. In 89, exactly. Well, filmed probably a bit earlier than that. Mm. Um, But
1: I thought the whole point was the film, the fact that they weren't extraterrestrial. It's just the fact that we hadn't seen them before.
2: They hadn't. They don't clear that up. No, they don't really. No, they it's don't. not they really important. Be, yeah, it's not. Yeah,
3: it's not. Well, open. not
1: in. Not in. Not in the theatrical cut of the film, but I'd say it's probably more relevant in the. Um, Special the direction.
3: Yeah. Cut. They're amazing, they're, yeah. They're, they yeah. Are. Incredible. Yeah. The um. Speaking of which, maybe we should get on to the special edition and the uh, theatrical cut. Yeah, go for it, man. Um, because I've never seen the theatrical cut, um, but I know what was cut. And looking at the list on IMDb the other night, I was fucking horrified that they that theatrical edition even exists. Really? There's stuff like uh, the scene where um, he pulls his wedding ring out,
6: yeah. wedding ring
3: off, and chucks it, it
6: into it the, in the yeah, toilet,
3: and
1: then pulls it back out.
6: Bit.
3: No, 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 no. The toilet seat—that
1: bit's in there. But the, the build-up to that is isn't. Oh, right. I'm sure well, I mean, the they are. Just... The thing is, I've seen it. I've, oh right. I've seen it, and it's there.
2: Um, the no, build-up the, No, the build-up to it
5: isn't. How would he explain his blue hand?
2: No. That's what I said. Mm. And you can't. No, I just
3: thought you'd just be, uh, just just be one no of no those random time. things. Ed Harris has a blue hand. There are <laughs> yeah. aliens. Why shouldn't he have a blue why hand? Yeah, why shouldn't he have a blue hand? He's Zed Harris. He can
4: People have whatever
5: yeah. yeah. the hell he wants. The wedding ring's quite important, though, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. that that's, has to be drawn attention to. We haven't the, the wedding ring. Yeah, at
4: least he's not got a blue cock at the end of the day.
1: The main reason for cutting the the footage and actually creating the theatrical version was that in 89 or this is according to the producer in 89 anything that was two hours or over was considered a huge risk right Mm. um so it was purely cut for runtime i mean they're perfectly good scenes
6: you that's know, the you thing, watch.
3: that's the thing which, which fascinates me with it is the fact that the special, bar one scene, the only scene that I had left on the cutting room floor was the bit where they're all singing, singing to the country song. Right. That which was me sh- up. the worst scene in the whole
2: fucking film. I snuck nice. up on so me so as well. I didn't, I didn't yeah. just automatically nice. do it. It was just part way through it. I suddenly realized, hang on, I'm, what the hell is this? Yeah. It's
5: just a demonstration of how, how close that team was. That's were. what it was.
2: It's showing it was. they're all I mean, singing together and they're all so close and they're like family. And yeah. when one of them dies, it'll together. be so sad.
3: But other than that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cut any of the rest of the stuff, like the the escalating conflict, the uh, the sequence of the tsunami. The I, I mean, I, I can't believe they cut that.
5: That's amazing to me. When Rich said, you know, this tsunami wasn't even in the theatrical version, I just no. thought, well, what it's the just hell such a big part they of do it. That for? Yeah. it. That's yeah. an amazing bit.
2: It, it's just so crap when you're explaining it to someone who's only seen the tsunami version. And you have to say that, yeah. In the normal one, they just find him and bring him up to the top. That's ridiculous. That's
5: we need to know what's going on. I've on just the given surface. the end away.
2: Sorry, <laughs> it's still good though. Watch it. Yeah, <laughs> the um
3: the way they draw sequences out as well. Some of the sequences, like like the final descent into the abyss, which is Amazing. just yeah, incredibly well done, and but takes. Ages, but you're not bored and just this real sense that he is going fucking deep you know there's there's no limit to how far he's going to go down and like when he when they beat the um the deepest dive record and that's only about quarter of the way through yeah they do that and
2: yeah nowhere near the
3: bottom yeah And the whole, the the liquid, uh, the breathing liquid suit was genius. (sighs) Yeah. Dynamite. I mean, it is actually a real technology as well. Well, that
2: was it. I was confused as to whether I'd heard that it is actually real or wasn't then but is now. No, it is. Or it's one of those things that they think they could do and are so close to but haven't actually done. One
3: of the bits, I don't know whether it's been tested as the sequence in The Abyss, but... Did you notice a bad edit when you watch the scene where he dumps the rat into the liquid and demonstrates it in the middle of it, in the middle of the in film? In what way? Um, there's a bad cut. You never actually see the the, the rat in uh, in the I liquid. Mean- and only in the English version. Only in the English version because the I BBFC, have seen it. Yeah, because the BBFC um, cut it out because the the rat is clearly squirming apparently and isn't injured oh, it at it's, all.
1: It's not. No, it's not that it's squirming at all. It looks. It looks fine, but the it was the British board of veterinarians
3: that was uh, de- it. Yeah.
1: deemed that it was distressing to the rats. The Royal Veterinarian
3: decided it. distressing mm. yeah. to the rats so they cut the scene. Oh, uh, no, they cut the, the scene, one they one cut one the then. shot of the rat in, yeah. in yeah. it, but that actually did do it. They did do it and
2: it works yeah. perfectly fine. I'll get the Region 1 version then. Yeah. they should have it in. But
3: the, uh, yeah, that will have it in. Um, but yeah, it works great and it's just a fantastic idea. Just the line when he says um... Uh, we all breathed liquid for nine months. Your body will remember, and it's just like shit. Yes, of course no, we, we don't. all did.
4: No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, yes, we did. We didn't, did we?
5: We, we yeah.
4: did. Yeah. I'm fluid, no, and fluid. in the
5: womb swim underwater since they're born. Oh,
2: Yeah, right.
1: cool. Oh, my God. I feel God.
2: foolish now, actually.
1: No, no, I've always, I never taken, it. I've always taken it that in training, Monk had breathed it for nine months and always thought, fucking hell, that was a harsh training session. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're not serious. <laughs> no, I am serious. I'm deadly serious. I've just, I never pondered it too much, but I'd always just thought, oh,
2: yeah, crazy.
5: <laughs> no, how funny. did you imagine all that
2: stuff. working those crazy navy seals did fall. they have helmets on with it on all the time or were they just living in a big pool of it yeah. that's in my mind they were living in a big pool a big pool of it for nine months yeah well, what, did what, did mean, what, did what did you what did you think day? he meant
3: when he said your body will remember
1: in exactly the same sense eventually because he chokes to begin with yeah. he will remember look it's cool Right. It makes perfect sense. No, it you doesn't. worry me, you know. Rich, you can't take the piss. You didn't even get it full stop.
2: I got it. I just disagreed with the biology briefly. <laughs> that was all.
3: Uh, we're quibbling over minutiae. Let's move. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Right. Let's get on to the performances. If no one else wants to <laughs> not, uh, ponder this. Right then. A Cause Ed, this is Ed Harris's he's finest in this. performance. He's brilliant in this. And he gives his finest performance within his finest performance to a camera. I have to yeah. point out the sequence where, um, he's, uh, well, like, all right. If you'd haven't seen the film, don't listen for the next two minutes. Um, when <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio has drowned herself yeah and uh they bring her back on board, and um they're trying to bring her back to life, and they stop, and then he starts again, and he's slapping her because um she was cold wet exposed, and James Cameron was getting Ed Harris to properly thump her as well um She walked out of that scene, so Ed Harris had to do the rest of it. Two camera POV. So when he's, you know, you don't really realize the first couple of times you're watching it, but when he's screaming at the lights, like, say, live, you know, in the real fucking there's dramatic there. moment, there's no one there. He's screaming to the cameraman. Brilliant. Fucking awesome. And that, that sequence always gets me a little, every time. It's just the, the shot where it goes up when they think she's dead and it's a top of the, it's top ceiling shot looking yeah. down on her. And um the music, and you can see the, the light rippling off the water. And some of the, the photography with the water is just stunning in places. Yeah. And you, you do just realise when you're looking at it, just these actors and crew were
2: underwater for such a long time. Yeah. Have we said that it was covered in polystyrene balls? No. Um, nope. No. So to get... It wasn't enough. They weren't deep enough to get the darkness that they needed. So yeah. they needed to block off the light from coming in. So they covered it at the top of the water with three feet of black polystyrene balls, <laughs> mm. which caused massive issues. Yeah. I believe
3: they blew off in a hurricane, I believe at one point. Oh, um, dear. Or a big storm. All the balls blew off. And so they had to do the rest of it and make another way of doing it. Um, they had massive technical difficulties. I mean, now you just do it with an optical effect, but back yeah. then it's like just directors who are so ambitious. It's like uh, when you hear the stories of The Exorcist when they were doing the uh, the sequence at the end where they're breathing, you can see their breath in yeah. the air because the room is getting so cold. And nowadays you just do it with an optical effect, but back then they had to th- literally freeze, freeze the, the room. room so all the actors were. Would- Fucking freezing, and yeah. you can actually see their breath coming out, and like working in, in fact, those conditions.
4: Did, did they not do that in the abyss? It was really, really cold on the actual location, so they put ice cubes in their mouths. Yeah, at the end to stop them seeing the breath. Well, it's in the it's set in the summer,
3: and then when they come up at the end, yeah, it was freezing cold, so they just put ice cubes in their mouths so they wouldn't see their breath. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> um, yeah, just shit like that. It just feels real as if you, I don't know, I think part of knowing what happened on the production and what they actually did to actually make the film possible, Sacrifice, the it? sacrifices like, yeah. that they make just makes watching the film, it's so much more of an enjoyable experience for me, just thinking, yeah. fucking hell, that must have been hell. real. Especially with
4: Cameron at the reins as well.
3: Yeah, um, oh, you can hear him on some of the rushes just telling, you know, uh, someone saying... Um, uh,
4: it's, uh, Jim,
1: my light just went out. Harry, this is a rehearsal. Shut up. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> this
3: is one of my
2: favourites.
3: Is like, who's sitting on the back of the sub? Get off. This is a shot. Well, apparently they, the crew spent so much time underwater that they had to go through decompression. And yeah. uh, Cameron would apparently watch the rushes whilst hanging upside down to alleviate the pressure the helmet was making on his uh, on his shoulder through a door in a, through a glass window in the decompression chamber and watch the rushes that
2: way. Absolute madman! He's a crazy bastard, isn't yeah, he, he? Yes. yes.
1: Is his fascination with water continued though into Titanic and actually
4: yeah. searching for the Titanic and his documentary stuff since then. Yeah. Yeah. Water
2: World. Oh, you no, that no, no. no, was Kevin. Yeah, he's just made water stuff since, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he loves it. If only he'd made Terminator yeah. 3, it might have been better. <laughs> Couldn't have been worse.
4: Yeah, it's true. true. Very
3: true. Yeah,
2: if we made Terminator 3 in here right now with my eyesight camera, it would be better. It's <laughs> funnier. Yeah. <laughs> That, that sure that. I can't get at them for not being funny. Cookies.
6: <laughs>
1: I like your gun. <laughs> oh fuck off!
2: You do sound like you're coming from a ZX Spectrum now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. It's it's a bit crushed to hell, isn't it? It is. Yeah. For Skype one was Skype was being a little gay. It was. So we're now eye chatting, and it's just yeah. being a bit poor quality. Yeah. But at least we can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo.
3: I'd also <laughs> like to draw attention to the fight sequence with Mick Bean and Ed Harris as well. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. fucking awesome.
2: Oh, it's
4: Pure grit.
2: Yeah. It's a bit frustrating that he doesn't just fucking lamp, lamp him with the damn thing.
5: But he's a nice guy, so he's going to hesitate. He's going to think, oh, God, look, he's got a
3: gun. Oh, I love, like, I love no. it when they're uh, watching it on the CCTV and
4: he's just like, what's he, nuts? That's a trained killer. <laughs> he's
2: yeah. just like,
5: don't do
4: that. It's a bit where he swings the... Was it a big metal pipe that he's got?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it
4: (laughs) wanes and it misses McBean because he ducks under it, but it hits the wall so hard, and if it had connected, dead. Yeah. 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 McBean would have been dead, (laughs) not the character. Well, it probably wasn't that heavy, and they added a sound effect,
3: but the the, the ferocity of it just seems fucking awesome. And when he's got the, the POV shots... In this film are incredible, just like like we mentioned with the one earlier. The um in that fight scene where Mick Bean's got the gun and he's lunging towards him, and you're just like, "Shit, Ed's gonna die!" No, oh, yeah. he's not. No, he's like, "Yeah, it's,
4: yeah, it's all alright." And uh, he, ha- he nails him as well. He's got him beat. Yeah, Bean's him. In it's just his that's, mate that comes in last minute.
5: Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, well, delivers well, one in of in the, the best the punches.
6: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Fantastic he water, the water in that room because hey. that's
5: the um, <laughs> the. Exit hole, isn't it? To go yeah. deep, and um, that's the like the top of the rig sort of thing where they go down, and um, it's just this gorgeous turquoise colour.
3: Yeah, yeah.
5: While they're fighting on top of it, it's mint.
3: Oh, when they when he gets into it and he into the sub and he goes, um, he heads <laughs> off and they run in with the machine gun and fire into the water. Yeah, I mean, I love that as yeah. well. And, like, just little practical things that they, like, James Cameron always thinks of, like, right, okay, this isn't going to work, but they're going to try it anyway. And, like, mm. you know, just grabbing the machine gun and firing into the water, which you would do.
6: Yeah.
2: You know, and... I always love the shots of machine gun bullets underwater.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Seven Private Ryan. <laughs> I think that was the That's first my... time I'd ever seen it, watching The Abyss. I'd ever seen, like, gunshots mm. yeah. through water like that. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And there are so many new ideas and... Like new shots that hadn't been tried before. When Ed Harris is going down into the abyss, you get these lovely wide shots where all you can see from the top of the frame to the bottom of the frame is Ed Harris as a tiny little dot, that yeah, light just, yeah, dropping falling.
4: through, falling off the edge, yeah.
3: and it's just brilliant.
5: You really feel for him as well, don't yeah. you? Oh, yeah, he's on that descent, especially yeah. when he starts to lose it a little bit and yeah. he starts to get symptoms so that he's not maybe doing so well. Yeah.
6: Come on,
5: come on! Oh, and when
3: the light starts exploding oh, and stuff, yeah. the pressure and light and then yeah, something oh else God, explodes. He can't
5: survive much just... longer if torches and things are starting to buckle under the pressure. Yeah. He's mm. gonna fold. He's he's just gonna pop.
3: It was something I'd never thought about before as well, like things like water pressure. Um, what's it, McBean's condition called? Um,
2: Tristan said it. Underwater pressure psychosis is no. something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it can't be because I just made that up entirely. It was something like that. It was, it was something,
3: H something, something it?
4: wasn't it? To do with the pressure and psychosis. People, yeah, people going yeah. nuts underneath. <laughs> um, your hands start shaking first. Yeah, remember that bit? Yeah, you get the
6: yeah, little he flash of beam. Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah,
6: little shake. I I
5: know, expect.
3: A, that one's just for us. Yeah, and the. Um, Oh, what was it the, uh, the decompression as well? And like the science of decompression and the fact that they have to wait weeks to get back up to the top and stuff like that. And he covers everything. In fact, remarkably, it's so for something otherwise so specific.
4: Hey, otherwise you get the bends.
3: Yeah. And that if you look hurts. at. If you look at IMDb and if you look on the Goofs page, there's only two factual errors in the entire piece that have been really? noted. Like That's there's loads of, there's hilarious. continuity errors and anachronisms and stuff mm. like that, but only factual errors. There's only two on the entire page, which is really impressive. What are yeah. they? I want to know
2: now. there's only two. Yeah. Uh I can't remember offhand,
3: but I, I know there's only two on there.
2: Uh, Even if the wind force on the Explorer is enough to drag the massive rig along the seabed, it could never be enough to accelerate it from rest to at least one mile an hour in less than a second when transmitted over an umbilical cord at least 2,000 feet long.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay, and the other one, the drilling rig submersibles are launched from a moon pool and the air inside then then must therefore be at the same pressure as the water at that depth. Consequently, when Bud and Lindsay are endangered by a leak, the flooding should rise only as high as the leak, not right to the ceiling. Yeah. Yep. That was hard work. That's the other
3: one. So, yeah, they did fairly well with that, um, to not have that many errors for something so technically mm. set up.
5: You don't feel overloaded by it, though, do you? You know, sometimes when I'm watching a film because of am girl, I suppose. I just kind of zone out technical shite that gets in the way of the story. Um, but this doesn't seem to have very much of that
3: at all. Well, it's part and parcel, the story. I mean, it's just like the fact that they don't have to explain how the liquid air suit works. You just work it out. Okay, yeah. of course, it's not going to
2: buckle under the pressure if it's yeah. full of liquid.
6: yeah.
2: And because there's no Surely only if that liquid is at the same pressure as the outside liquid.
4: But you can argue that the helmet might. No, because it doesn't... Yeah,
3: as long as it's at the same pressure as the outside Mm. water. In which
2: case there'd be no point in him having the suit, he would be crushed inside the thing.
6: Mm. No. If it's the
2: same pressure inside as outside, he might as well be wearing swimming trunks. It'd be very cold, though. Yeah. Um... (laughs) What? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. fair enough. So, Troy, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Smashing.
5: There's some quite sentimental pieces in this film as well. Mm. There are. Um, Maybe that is just a nod to the females in the audience and to just tinge up the romance a little bit because there has to be some kind of... I
3: don't know. I don't it's, mind. It's not- 90% of the, the romance in this is fine. Like the yeah. stuff, the embittered arguments when he picks his ring back up and the ring saves him. And at one point and the, um, where the compartments are being flooded and that's an awesome moment as well, yeah. where the rings just on his finger and like traps the door just in time.
6: Yeah.
3: Um, so there's, there's little things like that. um, I don't mind those at all. And in fact, I don't mind most of Bud and Lindsay's relationship throughout the majority of the film. It's only when it gets a little too gushy towards yeah. the end, it becomes a little too sentimental. And that's that kind of... She's got a
5: hell of a task on her hands though. there, hasn't she? Mm. Yeah. And you can imagine the gushiness that would come out of someone in those kinds of moments. But yeah, maybe a little bit too
3: much. A little bit too much. I mean, not for an American audience, but for us hardened Europeans, it's a bit bit different. Like as well, I was talking to Craig the other day about the American sense of camaraderie Mm. and how that really doesn't translate very well to Europe. It doesn't... No, we fall out in crisis. We fall out in crisis, whereas Americans sort of, in well in cinema anyway kind of come together in this yeah. you know and, and as the team and everything and the you know no one person is bigger than the team and everything and ed harris's character looking out for all of his men all the time and say look there's me and then there's god and this on this rig and everything and, and all That's that but it doesn't yeah the idea the notion of it doesn't really wor- and this whole shouting when anything goes right uh, yeah great something yeah. went right and everything doesn't doesn't translate across but it's not intrusive at the same time because yeah. you can what it, it doesn't get in the way because you just accept that that's the way american camaraderie works not mm. the way the british camaraderie works of course but mm. you're watching an american film so you, you put up with it but other than that, I mean, those are the only two minor flaws I'd have with this film. Yeah. Um, and I just, I'd like Cameron's films generally. If Cameron had James, uh, Peter Jackson's sensibility for subtlety, then, I, you know, he'd be one, he'd, he'd be an even better director than he is. But unfortunately, he does have, he has an amazing use of technology. He has an amazing use of special effects in all of his films, pioneering work, brilliant stories. All of his, you know, Aliens, Terminator 1, Terminator 2, The Abyss, True Lies. Uh, all of them have got great stories to them. Even Titanic is a great story, really. Oh,
2: I can't. Not, it's not. Not, not
3: Not the love story, but the story of Titanic itself. You can't argue the cinematic appeal of that.
2: You it's, can't give him credit for that. You though, can't give he? him
3: credit for it, but you can give him credit for wanting to do that. Yeah. Mm. But the the you know, and with everything else, but if he just had a little bit better dialogue and yeah. if his script dialogue was if worked on a little better. A little does he write it? Yeah, he writes most he writes of his films. Them.
2: What? What has he been doing since? What's he been doing recently? Cuz he's nothing.
3: He
1: directed he's been an, Going he, Underwater.
3: Yeah, he's yeah. been going underwater. He did um Uh, Ghosts of the Abyss, which was his Titanic documentary, he did... So you're
2: cashing in on a couple of things. Yeah, yeah.
3: He did the last episode of Dark Angel series. Um, He directed that. I didn't see that. Um,
2: And that's about it, as far as I'm aware. He must be just sitting on a big fat pile of cash somewhere sunny. Well... Well, no, it's, he's underwater
1: where there's no sun. He's just exploring course. and doing what he wants to do, I guess.
2: Yeah. He'll be as pasty as me.
3: Yes, he will, if not
2: more. If yeah. It's even possible.
3: You see, James Cameron is in the luxurious position of which only a few other directors have managed to get to, like uh, Quentin Tarantino, where he can take a break and think real hard about what he's going to do next. And, you know, and as soon as James Cameron announces like what he's going to do and his new film is coming out this summer, you know, his first film since Titanic, his first real feature film since Titanic is coming out. Everyone is going to go watch it. It is a guaranteed audience. And the longer he waits, the more expectations are built, the more, Interest is generated around the idea of seeing another James Cameron film because we haven't seen one for nearly 10 years mm. don't know why I looked at my watch then do we know what he's doing next <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey is he slated to be doing anything next
5: yeah um, what has he got on at the minute um, Avatar is in pre-production he's producing that uh, Battle Age
2: what does say the on the director's Angel list is uh,
5: pre-production is that top um, one
2: the dive
5: the dive yeah
2: he's going underwater again <laughs>
5: He is. Well, he he's loves gone it. Water twice
2: there. It might be amazing. We don't know. Yes. Personally, true. I wouldn't do it because it looks like it would scare the shit out of me. Mm. I'm not going water. I mean, the water. there's so
5: many water ones, really. So, <laughs> so many water themes.
2: Do we have anything else to say about the abyss? It's
3: a fucking awesome film. Oh, the running time. It is nearly three hours, but it feels like twenty minutes.
2: It does not. Do it feels re- like <laughs> eight hours. No,
3: it feels,
5: feels right like so a million It goes hours. so fast. The first time I watched this, I was 15 and I fell asleep. And I think I fell asleep because it was a hot sunny day and I was watching it in the afternoon. It had nothing to do with the film, but I've only realised that very recently. Yeah. that
2: It's very long though.
5: Yeah, it is very long, but I think you get, I think you get what
2: you want out of it for yeah. such a long film. Mm.
5: So then. You're with it all the way.
3: Well, yeah. You didn't like it at first, though, did you? Really? No, I didn't like it
2: at first, but I enjoyed it again this time. Come on, let's wrap up.
5: Yeah.
2: We've we've done this to death. Usual housekeeping. Check out peerflix.com. Yep. Slash movies you should see. Swap your DVDs online. It's smashing, I'm sure. Can't use it myself, so I don't know.
4: MySpace account. Myspace dot com forward slash movies you should see, and then we've got the individual profiles as well. So check us out. Uh get registered. Send us a message or something
2: like that. I'd like to hear some audio comments. Oh, here's Justin here. Justin is dropping in and out really of the conversation. Good. Audio comments, yeah. Send us audio good. comments. Yeah, yeah. And any suggestions for what you might like to hear on the birthday show. Yeah. We've got to think of something. Podcast Ali, go over there, vote. Smashing.
4: Yeah, halfway through the month again now, pretty much.
5: We have stuff for you to buy in the store. You can uh, buy the first eight episodes down there, you can download
6: that.
2: Yeah, they're smashing too. Great. Shall we get-, get, the pro-
1: get the promo off the forum, spread it to your friends, email it to people you don't know. Just send it
2: out there. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Don't don't be spamming people. <laughs> don't don't no. be emailing it to people we don't know.
4: New podcast as well that's come out now, um DVD commentary, uh, which involves Will Tristram, and me and Mike guested on the first two shows. Uh, we're going to have a series of guests on there. So, uh,
2: yeah, check that out as well. Donnie Darko's out at the moment. Donnie Darko's Donnie out, Donnie out Darko. at the moment, that's right. Yeah. Fantastic. Smash. Anything else? That's I everything. That Before we die, we should say it's 3.30 a.m. I'm completely awake. I'm, I'm not.
4: As C- is evident.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Craig's a bit snorzy yeah. at
4: Yeah, I've been dropping in and out of sleep.
2: So yeah. how, doing, how are you doing, Shroy? Yeah, I'm actually oh. fine. I'm gonna have a cup of tea and do some more editing. brilliant <laughs> I'm gonna see I'm gonna go and edit a podcast now as well.
1: Okay. Good. Let me know. Text me when it's up.
2: I will do. I will do. Right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you very, very, very much. Good night. Good night. Pleasure. Good
5: night. <laughs>